three. You're listening to Sports Talk Chicago with your host, John Zaglul. John, I am fantastic. Thank you for having me. You got an awesome voice, man, and that was a terrific <laughs> intro. You're like a pro's pro. You know, that was the first time somebody ever said that, John. No, you're the first person to ever say anything like that. That's, that's very interesting. You got it, John. Anything for a fellow Chicago guy? <laughs> well, what a great question. That's a great question. Nobody's actually asked me that. <laughs> I like it. What a great question. I never heard that before. Chase, wait, wait, Chase Sully is what? You're saying he's not a Hall of Fame candidate? You know, it's it's funny. I, I, You may be the only person that I've heard make that connection. Thank you, John, for having me. I'm doing great. By the way, you have an outstanding voice. I'm not sure about your face because I haven't met you, but your voice is great. You're doing a much better job than I ever did. You've had some heavy hitters uh, guests on too, man, so keep up the good work, but it's good to be with you, and I'm ready to talk sports. Hello, everybody, and welcome into Sports on Chicago. My name's John Zaglou, great to have you here. Today's edition of the program, we have a big interview today. The whole show, it's myself and Mike North. as We break down the Bears, Mitch Grabisky, and so much more. You don't want to miss it. Comes up in just a moment. Before we get started, make sure you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Z Sports and on Facebook at John Zagluel. If you want to watch more of this show, search up Sports Talk Chicago. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and SportsTalkChicago.com. Sports Talk Chicago. Here with John Zaglul, and we are back and ready for today's special guest. He's a sports radio pioneer, host of The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, and a contributor to the Ballroom Network. Please welcome Mike North to the program. I'll Mike. tell you what, I feel like I feel like Davy Crockett when you tell me I'm a, a sports uh, talk pioneer. Uh, but Davy <laughs> Crockett still can shoot, apparently, because things are, are looking up for certain people, and things are looking down for others as far as the sports world is concerned, my friend. How you doing, John? I'm Happy doing great. Pat. Yeah, happy St. Patrick's Day to you too. Really yeah. appreciate the time. I love the outfit, by the way. Of Very fitting. I got, I got, I, I figure, you know what? Why not? I mean, you know, I'm half Irish, half Italian. I, I want to drink. I just don't want to pay. People will tell you that, which is a lie anyway, but that's okay. I thought it would make a good joke. But yeah, I mean, St. Patrick's Day, it's been a week long festivity now from uh, dying to River Green to, uh, you know, seeing people uh, run around in green, drinking, having fun, and it's still celebrating right now because. Today is St. Patrick's Day. You do anything special or not really? I uh, I skipped through the kitchen a couple times with a <laughs> with a, a green shillelagh. Uh, you know, basically that's what I do. And uh, I say hi to the wife every so often. And I go, "How the hell are you?" And then I move on. <laughs> Let me ask you about this to start, Mike. And this is why I really wanted to talk to you today. What was your reaction to the Mitchell Trubisky signing? I was uh, coming back from the dentist and I was in the car and my buddy, Jeff Schwartz was the first guy to text me. And when you're in the car, it's a little bit tough. And Jeff Schwartz, of course, is uh, one of the geniuses in sports radio and radio history, in my opinion, if you don't know who he is, he's a guy that was with me at, uh, we were together at the score. We've done Fox sports radio and, we do a lot of things together, but he said to me, texting, you were right. And I'm looking at it. I'm going, what the heck is he talking about? Because if I had been home, I would have seen everything. Like I usually do. I would have been looking at my Twitter, everything else. 
but I was at the dentist. I come get in the car and I'm driving. So now I got to dial him up and I dial him up in the car. I know it's dangerous folks. One hand on the wheel, talking on the phone, scary stuff. And, uh, he told me Trubisky signed with the Steelers. I, 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 I honestly couldn't believe it, but I could believe it because I've been the only guy since day one that's been with this kid. And the thing that really is astounding is I didn't want him to begin with. I wanted Watson and uh, all these bear fans that say, Oh, Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes. That wasn't what most bear fans were saying back then. There were some that liked Trubisky, a ton that like Watson and very few that knew about Mahomes. So, you know, from there starts the assassination process, if you will, Mitch Trubisky, which, which the media did do. The media was in line with the Chicago bear management, whether they knew about this or not. And some knew to assassinate Mitch Trubisky, whatever way they could. And now the Pittsburgh Steelers, probably the most uh, historic, fabulous franchise in NFL history that doesn't make mistakes, at least the last 50, 60 years, um, with personnel, do the inevitable that I thought, I knew he was going to go to either Cleveland, I thought, or to Pittsburgh. And uh, if he was if he was signed as a $4 million quarterback to back up Matt Ryan in Atlanta, or if he signed as a backup, or uh, if he had to compete. I mean, there are people that actually think that Danny Jones is better than Mitch Trubisky. This is the stunning developments I've heard. One of the many stupid comments I've heard over the last four years including Sam Darnold was better than him. The New York media basically listening to the Chicago media and in turn, turning Mitch Trubisky, who was a winning quarterback with Pro Bowl-type credentials for the plays that were called by him, who made the playoffs twice with a head coach that hated his guts for no reason and wouldn't even meet with him He overcame that. And what do we do? Like Kay Adams said, and Kay Adams from the NFL Network, Kay, I'll just be a consultant. You should be the general manager. What do you want from Mitch Trubisky, she says. He's 27 years old. He's getting better every year. And we just let the guy walk for nothing because Nagy didn't like him. It's just uh, the whole thing has been an assassination process from the Bears to the media to 85% of what I used to think was a smart fan base. The Chicago Bear fans are McCaskey McHuggers because they agree <laughs> on the St. Patrick's Day. They agree with the McCaskies, with, with Nagy, with Pace, and Mitch Trubisky. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers and myself are the only two people that believe in this kid. I'm calling everybody out because even my good friend, David Kaplan, who's a Trubisky guy, we talked recently and he said, you know what? I was a, I'm a Trubisky guy, but I did teeter in 2020. And then he admitted it. That's what I like about Dave. Okay. I'm back with Trubisky, but I did falter. There's a million people that won't admit it. None. 
So that's why I think you got to be right if you're in this business, because I think people start to listen to the same people. I mean, there's people writing in the newspaper that predicted I wouldn't make it. That's how long they've been allowed to write and be wrong about things. The same people writing now were writing then and making wrong predictions back then. Why do Bears fans hate Mitchell Trubisky so much? I don't understand it, Mike. Because of all the podcasts, because of of all the narratives. (laughs) Well, that's the truth. We can laugh all you want. See, I'm not laughing anymore because you know what? You you think Justin Fields is going to be developed. And I'm here to tell you, he'll never be Mitch Trubisky, ever. And if you want to put down, I'll give you five to one odds on a thousand bucks right now. I'll, I'll give you, you're laughing again, see? Because it's an embarrassment for all you people. You too. Because if you think Justin Fields is going to put up the numbers Mitch Trubisky did in 2018, I'll bet you a thousand bucks you could have five to one odds if he passes Trubisky's 2018 stats, you win five grand. You won't put a thousand down. You won't. Why do you think that is, though? I mean, like the Bears are trying to build around him. Do you not think that he's going to live up to any potential or any weapons that they give him? What potential? Absolutely not. Potential is just potential. It's not going to just be his fault. What's he got? Who's around him? I mean, come on. I mean, are we rebuilding or not? Are we going to keep Rokon Smith? Are we going to keep Quinn? Are we going to keep Eddie Jackson, who can't play dead? Because if we're going to keep all those guys, that's not a rebuild. You got rid of Khalil Mack because you got the money picked up for you. I mean, if they say, if the Chargers say, you get, you got to pay half the, the salary, who knows? Maybe he's still on the team. We got a two and a six for this guy, okay, who's going to change the, the Chargers to it for the better because he's got a guy named Bosa and other people and maybe a better organization. And, and if I was going to get rid of somebody, it wouldn't have been him. I mean, people tell me he was injured a lot. No, he was playing 15, 16 games every year and double teamed and triple teamed and played one side. They ran away from him. Yet I see every year he's one of the best players in football and we go out and get a two and a six, not even a live veteran body, anybody, not even a third string quarterback. Did they ask to defer his deal? Did they, I know that they've reworked things and we worked with him. Did they ask to rework his deal? Did they say, we want you on our team? You're one of the top 25 players still in the league. If you're in a good position and healthy, I mean, come on. We were a Mitch Trubisky and Khalil Mack keeping them. Then you just retool because I think last year, if Mitch quarterbacks the whole season, we got a shot at making the, the playoffs with a 17 game schedule. And if people want to think I'm wrong, Bet against the Pittsburgh Steelers making the playoffs this year. Go ahead, because they've already picked five, six people up in free agency, including Daniels and other people. They know they got the team, and they got the guy. He's not a bridge, folks. He's got a $7 million a year deal for two years. People going, that's second string money. He got a raise for sitting on his ass last year. He got a raise. And you know what? He don't care. He could have gotten more from the Giants because Dayball had to agree with the still giant hierarchy. We need a competition between Jones and Trubisky. 
people going, why did, is he afraid of competition? No, the Pittsburgh Steelers said you could start for us. So if they offered Mitch Trubisky at New York $12 million, but he's got to go through the same crap he went through in Chicago with a crap organization, or they offered Pittsburgh, offers him $7 million. This is a guy who said last year, I don't even want to start on the Bears or anybody else. I'll sit and watch and redo my, get my image cleaned up again because I was pissed on by the people of Chicago. That's a good point you bring up, too. I mean, Big Ben last year was throwing 6.2 yards per pass. Career low, lowest in the NFL. They made the playoffs. So you'd have to assume at least they could match or exceed what they did last year in Pittsburgh with Mitch. I'm already going to bet the over, no matter what it is. Now, I don't know what it's going to be, John. I checked the other day. And, uh, I mean, I've had people tell me six and a half. If it's six and a half, I'm, I'm, I'm already. I already got them winning 10 games. I agree. Because they got pieces. You got Najee Harris. You got receivers. I hope they can sign Allen Robinson. I think it would be smart. I mean, think about this, folks. We had a receiver quarterback combination before last year that teamed up for 200 passes and catches. 200. And they're gone. They're gone for Mooney and Fields. I mean, come on. What are we doing here? This is the same management that got rid of Wilbur Marshall. This is the same management that signed Jay Cutler, not to the five-year deal. That was bad enough to an eight-year deal to, and to win one playoff game in eight years. This is the same management that got rid of Ditka and hired Dave Wanstead. The same management. I can go all night long. I'll give you history on the Chicago Bears. They've had a couple great years. They've had a few decent years. They've been a tragic organization run by a bunch of clowns. And the people have gotten in the clown car with them from the media. The media don't work for the papers no more. They're not newspaper writers for the, the, the same guys that have been working there forever. that keep getting extended. Worked when the Sunday paper was this thick. This thick. Now it's like this. And they're still there, some of them. Nobody reads them anymore. And people wonder why the newspaper business is dead. Well, here's another reason. If you don't go with the bare narrative and you have a job with them in the media or the papers and you come out and say, what a stupid decision to go with Ryan Pauls. Well, the Bears are going to call up the newspaper, whoever it is, and they're going to go, we want this guy off the beat. We want him off the beat. Otherwise, we're going to make things tough on you, which the Bears do on the media. You better be in lockstep. I admire the guys that are there that, that try to work around it. But if the Bears complain about a guy, the newspaper... You think they're going to back him? And then they're going to tell the guy, guess what? We have nothing else. They're, everybody else, all the beats are covered. What happens to him? So they all play the game. They all jump on the bear narrative. They all eat their food. They all walk around and pal around with them. That's what they do. They're, they're really employees of the bears, folks. Don't ever think people that do the reporting from down there, that, that, 
from whether it's voice, media, journalism, whatever. They're all bears. They're all bear employees. Okay, so how was it different for you? Because you worked at the score for a number of years. Did you ever have a phone call? Did they back you? How did that work when you were on terrestrial radio in Chicago like that? Well, even now, I mean, I think at ESPN 1000, I think that, I think almost everybody over there and on the score, I think almost everybody universally uh, Pam Trubisky. I, I, I'm not akin to every single person. Right. I think some were in the middle, but ESPN 1000 can hang their head on one guy that was right. And that was me. Same with Bears Barroom. Uh, back then, we weren't beholden to any team. We didn't have anybody. See, but when you have BBM doing the Bear games right. and they're in the same family as the score, okay? That's a whole different ball game. Yeah, yeah, this move will work. Yeah, that's a great move. Yeah, Trubisky sucks. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've ever seen the media in unison about one player who did a good job getting beat to death almost verbally and, and media-wise and by the, by the fans more than anybody because they, they just followed the leaders off a cliff. And the leaders are the media and the Bears. How vindicated do you feel about the Mitch Trubisky situation seeing the contract come in? Well, I've been vindicated a million times. There should be a, a, a there should be a, I guess, uh, a booze called vindication because I'd have <laughs> mine on the rocks if I was still a drinker. I mean, you know, when you're right consistently, you last 30 plus years. When you're wrong, you won't. Sooner or later, somebody's going to come in and take over and go, you know what? You're a hell of a broadcaster. This is how I do it. But aren't you the guy that likes Foles? Aren't you the guy that liked Dalton? Aren't you the guy that liked Cutler? Aren't you the guy that didn't like Trubisky? Yes, I don't need you. I don't because everybody on this thing has followed the leader for whatever reason and never looked at the stats. I used to tell people what's wrong with the stats. Well, they weren't Mahomes' stats. Let me tell you something. Patrick Mahomes may never win another Super Bowl. Ask Aaron Rodgers. He's had a free reign, and he still can't win another one. If somebody would have told you in 2010 after he won his first one, he's going to probably win a couple more. And it hasn't happened. It's a tough thing to do. Is it possible that Mitch could, could win a Super Bowl? Hell yeah. Is it nobody thought Ryan Tannehill was going to be any good? And I know he got bounced this year. Okay, they had some injuries. He didn't play well. Garoppolo didn't play well. But I'm here to tell you, I think Trubisky's as good as those two guys. So Garoppolo turns the football over in every big game he has. And I love Jimmy. But when it came to not turning the football over, I think that appeals to the Pittsburgh Steelers with the running attack they have, the uh, the looseness of the way they let the quarterbacks play their position. And don't forget, folks, nobody's getting an education in America like they're getting now about Mitch Trubisky. Everybody should listen to this from around the country that's been against them, and then maybe you'll learn something. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I was here, unfortunately, I was here for a long time, when everybody thought Big Ben was going to be a bust. The people thought because he went to Miami of Ohio, he couldn't really get away from the rush, they thought. He had all the tools. 
okay? But if you look things up, he wasn't an automatic. Nobody is. And look what he did. Now, can he be Ben Roethlisberger? He'll be better than Ben Roethlisberger was the last couple of years. And that's all Pittsburgh needs because Ryan Clark, I'll give Ryan Clark credit. He's another one in the media that admits he's wrong because Bear Media is quiet right now on social media about Trubisky. Not saying a word. What can they say? We were wrong again. So if you really look at things and you look at what's going on, I really believe that you got to come out and say I was wrong about Mitch, especially if they make the playoffs in the first year. Now, if he wins nine games and they go nine and eight and they don't make the playoffs, he'll be criticized because they made the playoffs the year before. Okay. But they'll have a 500 year. There's pressure on Mitch because Tomlin has never had an under 500 year. But now Tomlin's, I guarantee you, sitting at home like this. Because they got their guy. And when you win with the Bears as a quarterback, I don't care. I don't want to. They had a highlight package. I've been hearing that he was inaccurate. He's the highest rated passer and accurate passer in Bear history. But they had a highlight package on Twitter and social media the other day of Mitch Trubisky's touchdowns. A lot of them, two minutes. They're all like 30, 40 yards. All I keep hearing is he can't throw a 10-yard pass. So it's very quiet right now, John. It's very quiet. And I can't believe I haven't gotten a call from, from anybody. From Get Up. I mean, Dan Orvlowski. <laughs> I, I mean, I hear these guys saying Sam Darnold's this, Sam Darnold's that. I'm just sitting at home. I'm going, you know. I mean, if Dan Orvlowski had Mitch Trubisky's stats, it would have been Dan Orvlowski's Get Up. Okay? He would have been the, head, the star of the show. I give the guy credit. But you know what's bad about an analyst that played quarterback? If you had Mitch's stats, you would have played 15 years, 20 years in the league, Dan. Period. Period. We don't have to worry about that. But look up Dan Orvlowski's stats sometimes. Sometimes you get in a bad organization. Dan will tell you that. He'll tell you the Detroit Lions, and everybody knows a bad organization. Well, how can you pan Mitch then when he won with a bad organization? He should be your hero. Mike North here on Sports Talk Chicago. Mike, how's Matt Nagy still have another job in the NFL? Because he got he's a kiss ass and he and they let him fly back fly back in with Kansas City. But if you're Patrick Mahomes, you know, I heard from Peter Peter King wrote this who's funneled in with the McCaskey organization. He's like an adopted son, in my opinion. I mean, he writes, you know, but but how Nagy had a small part in the success of Patrick Mahomes. Would you bring him coffee? Everybody who tries this, what happened to Eric Bieniemy this year? People are on. You know who killed Eric Bieniemy? Matt Nagy. Don't give us the crap. You're doing all the stuff with the offense. It's Andy Reid. So Andy Reid, Gives him a place to land. He should never coach in the league again. The way that he treated his quarterback. I, I, I coached for six years. You never turn on your own. You don't turn on your own. If you don't like the kid, you face him. But nobody knows what happened. Because this crack media didn't report a story from 2019. 
And you know people knew about it. We've talked like about it for people, years. And just like you knew people knew about the Hawks in 2010. And now we're getting it all now. How can you believe anything? Seriously, folks. That's what I hated so much about the Matt Nagy news, Mike. I mean, he was fired a week later. We get this whole bombshell report that comes out from 2019-2020. Why was this not reported in the moment it happened? They had to have known about it at that because time. Because whoever reported it would be out of work, like I discussed earlier. See, back in the day, the score, we would have had the Hawk story. We would have had the 2019. We would have gotten to it. because we. That's how we ruined them. We, we weren't afraid, but now that's done because you got associations with teams. You know what I mean? It's, it's, and I understand. It's all about the bucks, but you do lose something when you're independent. You do. You lose that ability. You know how many media people, I guarantee you, have burner accounts that say what they want to say? Okay. I mean, I heard from, from somebody that he says he knows somebody who actually admits who's in the media that has a burner account because he's afraid to say on the air what he can say on Twitter. So he goes to bed at night, at least with half a truth. You know, I never went to bed saying, geez, what did I say about this? Or what did I say about that? I always, everything is from the heart with me. I don't, I don't misjudge people based on gender race, what have you. I base it on, can the guy play? Can the lady play? Can this person do this job? Can this person do that job? And so far, I've been pretty, pretty fortunate that I got this gut feeling about things. And I, I, if you watch Mitch Trubisky, you had to know he had talent. And most people thought he should be a top three pick in the NFL, the scouts. And everybody forgets that because he landed with a piss poor organization. And he rose above it after being benched at 2-0. and Think about that. How a guy contrived his first big mistake. I'm yanking his ass. When you're 2-0, and that was the end of the day. And they couldn't even, you couldn't get a bag of balls for Mitch after that. They ruined him. He ruined the Bears. It's going to take the Bears four or five years to dig out of this. Will you ever forgive Matt Nagy for what he did? No. Never. I mean, I'm a, I, I coached at Notre Dame for six years to do and to be be treated like I mean, still people write articles on him, and he's a scumbag, he's a loser. That's what he is. He turned on his own guy. He agreed to the job with that guy there. The guy won, and then the guy bails him out the year before last. I don't want to hear how he lost. He was four and one. He already lost that game to Detroit. They were winning. The defense lost that game. He got us in the playoffs, saved Nagy's hide for a year, and Nagy did that to him? Loser. What happens? Do you think he ever gets another head coaching job? Oh, yeah, he'll get another job. After all this My and God. all the reports? I mean, come on, man. If He'll get another job. And you know what? I guarantee you'll get another head coaching job, but, but if I'm a player on any of his teams, I don't trust him. But, I mean, Rick Pitino, I'm watching him last night. I mean, listen, there's guys that get 10 chances. There's guys that get no chances, second chances. you got to make the most of your chances. Why you can't. But to let this guy land in a bed of feathers 
And because he's associated with Andy Reid, he'll probably get another look-see in a couple of years. He'll be rehabbed. He'll realize his mistakes. I made mistakes and then this and that. And, you know, I've seen it happen. I mean, there's guys that get chance after chance. Look at, look at Bruce Pearl. Bruce Pearl, if you read up on Bruce Pearl, who's making $50 bucks now, I have nothing against Bruce. Flamboyant guy. One of the most corrupt college coaches of all time. But he kept getting chances. Just like Kelvin Sampson. You know, guys like that. And they land on their feet because they got friends. They network. And that's where Nagy's got a shot, you know, to come back. If you're telling me, will Matt Nagy ever say head coach be a head coach of football, it'd be hard to say no. Because there's not a lot of good head. See, I'll say this about Nagy. He sabotaged himself. He sabotaged himself. He got rid of his quarterback, started a quarterback war for no reason, brought in, they had Glennon, they had Dalton, they had, I mean, we don't have to go through the guys. It was a carousel when you had a solid guy there that won't maybe beat Aaron Rodgers, but is 9-1 and one against Stafford and Cousins, who are making buku bucks, and he wasn't. And don't, I mean, seriously. He's never had an interception uh, run back. I mean, there's six touchdowns in one game. Uh, it boggled my mind how everybody was against him. It's an embarrassment. I don't understand why Nagy would get in his own way like that. You know, I mean, they were winning. I don't understand why he would do that to himself. Screw job. He thought he could do better by getting a rookie quarterback. Starting a war, bringing in Andy Dalton, who could break down at any moment. And then he's got the mess of Andy Dalton, who could have played, would have played better than Fields the whole year. Maybe who knows what happens. But then the, somebody above him, who we don't know who, was it the McCaskey? Was it Pace? Was it for Was it any of them? Was it somebody else? Tell him to play Fields. Took away his credibility. Right there, lost the locker room. Right there. Mac is gone. We're going through the 70s now. We're going to be going through the 70s. How long do you think this takes for the Bears to even be relevant again? Five years, four or five years to be relevant, I think. Because they'll let this Fields kid play. Instead of going out and get somebody else, I don't care if it's Marcus Mariota. I don't know. They're just going to go with Fields. And I think I've seen this act before. Uh, Not just from them, from a lot of football teams. But you got to give him a chance. And maybe he pulls a rabbit out of his hat. And if he does, John, you know I'll be on the air going, great move. Unless, now, but you know I'll be on the air if Pittsburgh makes the playoffs and Bears don't. Saying the same, bad move. So that's what being in the media is about. But don't be afraid to, to hang with your convictions, folks. If you Now I'm hearing people say, like Jay Glazer, well, there's a mixed bag on fields now, you know? People up and down, he says. Now I'm reading this now, and then you're hearing, yeah, maybe it wasn't Mitch, you know? Of course it wasn't Mitch. Look at his stats. That's all you got to do. Don't don't give me the garbage. You couldn't do this. You couldn't do that. He did it. He got in the playoffs two years. He didn't win in the playoffs. So what? Deshaun Watson's got three losses in the playoffs. He's three and three, played with a pretty good team. Where'd he, where's he been? 
I mean, people are out to offer him more money. He blows off a he blows off the Seattle uh, Seattle team. Tells Atlanta to go scratch. You'd act like he was never never had a problem. He's 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 dictating terms. Does this guy realize how he looks? Anyway, you don't settle, folks, if you didn't do it. Period. And that's and, and we let go of a guy who always worried about is his child's baptism, probably. Mitch. <laughs> you know, he's a care, a character kid, a class act, and he wins. With inferior offensive talent, I might tell you. Their defense was great. Their offense, Montgomery, they got rid of uh Peterson on him. You know, who was a good sturdy inside the tackle guy at that time. They got rid of other guys. So he went with what he had and he won. So that's it. That's what I think we're in for a long haul, my friend. That's the Bears in the 70s. Not pretty. Even when Peyton was on on the team, but at least you had somebody to cheer for. You know, who are we going to be cheering for? We could hopefully Justin Fields pulls a rabbit out of his hat, but he's on a bad team. Bad personnel all the way around. You know, we signed a, a guy from the Bengals for, you know, a defensive tackle. He'll play at least, hopefully. But we go bonkers, you know. I heard one guy say, yeah, Mitch was never going to work here. The same guy later on says, what a signing. He's going to be a rich man. How about the new guy we signed at defensive tackle? You see where I'm going there? They got some people are in their 80s. They'll always believe what the Bears have to say. <laughs> I'm having fun. You're oh. out of. You can't say nothing. You're stymied. It's done. <laughs> I won. I am like this. What they do with the boxes? <laughs> and Trubisky has never even invited me. I didn't go to the wedding. He doesn't even know who I am. Probably. You'd think I was getting five percent. Like his agent. I did all the dirty work. I took the hits. Huh? Flamethrower shot at me. I'm not even wearing an asbestos suit. <laughs> and I'm out, I'm unscathed. How does this happen? If Mitch plays like crap, though, I'll deserve all the punches in the head I get. That's the way life is. But you can't be afraid. How much time are you willing to give Justin Fields to show something? We'll know by game eight. Of this year? Well, I, yeah. Well, Mitch was unbelievable. So, I mean, we'll see what, you know, we'll see. Well, he's supposed to be better than Mitch. That's what everybody tells me. So, we'll see. We'll see. And then uh, after I, by game eight, we'll know. I knew, well, first of all, that's that's the uh, Kool-Aid drinking bear media and fans. I already know he he's going to be just okay. I've, I've seen every quarterback since Billy Wade. I already know it's just going to be okay. And that's fine. If he's serviceable, maybe we'll win five, six games. But I don't think we're looking at, I don't think we're looking at Mahomes. I don't think we're looking at Mitch. I don't think we're looking at Watson. I don't think we're looking at a lot of quarterbacks. He holds on to the ball and he's a fumbler. If he doesn't fumble, see, that's another key. If he starts turning the ball over early, see, I don't think Ryan Poles, and what's the new coach's name? The, Matt Eberflus. Uh, yeah, the yeah, the guy's Polian hired. Um, it's fun being in the Indianapolis Colts farm team. It really is. Um, I don't think they like Fields all that much. I don't think they 
they didn't give him a ringing endorsement at the press conference. Everybody's job is at stake. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. If their survival depends on the quarterback position, you can't win without a good quarterback. We had a good quarterback. We won with them. We got rid of him. If, if they, if they'll know after eight games, I think polls already knows. I think he does that. They might have a problem. I'm not going to say they won't. And Mooney is going to be a first receiver now. A little bit different being the first guy than the second guy, but I'm not going to count him out. I like the underdog guy. Fact of the matter is, though, Mooney couldn't have played at Ohio State where Justin Fields played. See? He's a hell of a receiver. But Justin Fields is playing with less skilled position players incomparable with the Bears than he did with Ohio State. And what I would have liked to see is if maybe you bring in the new coach and you have Allen Robinson be used the right way with Justin Fields versus what happened last year. Maybe that could have helped out Fields and alleviate the pressure when it comes to passing the football. And I could, I, I think where the mistake was, John, was was um, letting Trubisky go in year five, and, and they could have still drafted Fields. And then he's got that relationship with Robinson. You've got a great kid that knows he's on his last legs that's going to bust his ass. Field sits for a year. Instead, you bring in Andy Dalton. You keep Nick Foles. He doesn't even see the field. You're paying $20 million for them combined. And the Bears, uh, Steelers are paying $7 million for Mitch. That's smart. Then they got money. Mitch says, you want me to start? What do you want? How much do you want to give me? Uh... Seven million? He could have said, how about 10 million? Or he could have said, how about another year? He could have gotten made one or the other, a third year maybe, at their option, or whatever. He said, I'll take it. That's what I love about him. You want him to succeed because he's putting himself on the line right away. He's better than Haskins. Like I tried to tell everybody, he's just like Fields. Haskins is just like Fields. Ohio State, they don't teach you how the fundamentals of the game you you find an open receiver they're open by 10 yards and you throw the ball that's what you do and he mason rudolph i mean ryan clark what nuts and the pittsburgh steelers listened he said if you think the steelers are going through the playoffs with mason rudolph you're nuts and that's why i got respect for him and he apologized to mitch trubisky like a month ago he's the only guy that will admit he was wrong and then the Steelers must have listened to Ryan Clark and Mike Tomlin knows his stuff. And the Roonies are, the Roonies bring back the wretched. They elevate them. Flores, stained by Miami, Steeler. Trubisky, assassinated in Chicago. The second coming. That's what they do. Give us solid pro football type players. We'll put in our input and we'll make them better. More to come with Mike North in just a moment. Stay tuned. This is Sports Talk Chicago. Mike North, still here on Sports Talk Chicago. Mike, a few more questions before we yeah. finish out. First off, the score anniversary, 30 years. How have you celebrated? I walk, look out the window. I'm very proud. I walk around going, we did this, you know. I'm happy that uh, it's been 30 years. 
Um, it's, it's, it's a strange circumstances, me working for ESPN 1000. That's the way the business is. I'm very grateful for my career. I celebrate every day because I got a great life. I got uh, a great wife. I got uh, my, uh, you know, I'm at, at peace with everything. I feel good. I love going on podcasts and I love being on with Carmen DeFalco and everybody. I, I mean, God's been good to me. So I got no complaints. I know that there's a lot of people out there that want me to come back every day or this or that. Or that. You know what? Whatever happens, happens. Here's what I know. I'm happy doing what I'm doing right now. It's including being on with you. How's things going for you? Everything's great, Mike. Well, thanks for asking. Yeah. I've been doing a good job. I retweet you every so often. Oh, I know. I see it. I unless, really appreciate it. Unless that. you sound like a knucklehead, then I don't do <laughs> Will you ever pursue a comeback like the Daily Radio? Comeback? I'm still here. I mean, every day. Like going back on ESPN every day, being a part of the lineup? or I don't, I don't, I don't say, I don't put myself, I never say never, but I don't actively pursue. If, okay. if radio's in such a great spot right now, you know, and I look at the numbers, I see it, I enjoy it, but you got to have a little money too. And people aren't willing to spend. And you know what? I like, I like watching the tournament today. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. going to be watching the tournament. <laughs> I like walking my dog at 1030. You know what I mean? I got to take my time, get ready for you, shower. I don't have to make the drive. You know, I have great uh, support at ESPN 1000 and Aldo Gandhi at Bear Barham. I mean, really, it's a testament to to, to everybody and, and Jesse Rogers, Fred Hubner. All these guys are still around that we started together 30 years ago. So I'm proud of all the guys. And I wish nothing. I wish I want everybody to make as much money as they can. And, and they have successful careers. And I think that uh, somebody said to me the other day, he says, what, what do you think of your career? I said, well, I think if everybody does the investigation about money, between money, between when I did it, no social media to, to trap you, you can no PC, no cancel culture. Sure, I had to fight off the hordes uh, uh, more than a few times. Um, uh, imagining a station like the score, like I did. I think if somebody said, would you like to have Mike North's career? I think most of the guys in the media and radio would say, yeah. So, you know, I'm happy as hell. And I, I respect everybody in the business because it's a grind, man. It's a, people don't get it. I never, I know you just like, I know everybody that's in the business. Like Fred Hubner said, there's no time off. I mean, what was funny is when I was drinking and I mean, drinking, I'd go to pasta pasta and I'd have the cocktail napkins. And I'd be watching the TV and it would be on moot usually. And they'd have the caption underneath. And there were a lot of times I'm going, why ain't I home? Why ain't I home? And then I'd go, have another one. And then I'd go, I'd watch. And I'd start writing down pertinent points for the next day on the cocktail napkins. Well, at the end of the night, I come home. I wake up in the morning. I got 11 cocktail napkins in my, because I wrote down a topic in each one. And as the night went on, by about the eighth cocktail, I couldn't read what I was writing. It was beautiful. I go, what the hell did I say there? <laughs> Those were the days. Those were the days. Now you got to be in by eight. <laughs> Wear a mask, be in by eight. And walk straight. Walk straight. Don't ever step off the curb. You prep for shows on cocktail napkins? Yes. Well, no, then I'd put them on my yellow pad in the morning. Okay. I'd get up, I'd get up half hung over. Well, not half sometimes. And then <laughs> BB was the one that thought of Pedialyte. 
way back in 93, 94. She shows, drink this. I drink two. I <laughs> drink them. Pedialyte. Now they have Pedialyte for adults. Me and BB, and you can ask Brian Urlacher if you ever interview him. His idea to drink Pedialyte when he was feeling a little long in the tooth, he heard on the score. He heard it from me. So that's, and, and you know what? Those were the days. And you're not, you love your, if you love your job, you, I never miss a day. I don't miss days. I don't stand in line. I don't miss days. I don't go to live events anymore at sports. You got a TV that's a hundred. I got TVs that are bigger than the screens. I, I, I used to take baby to, to the movies when we were younger. They're bigger than my screen in my bedroom's as big as the, the, the Von Theater screen. It's all good. Let's win some money today. That's a good idea, too, with the... Hold on, let me see going. what I got here. Yeah, let's take a look. It all points to a couple games here. UCLA minus 13 and a half. That's a lot of points. Probably have to take it on the money line, but you'd get killed if they lose. Tennessee minus 18 against Longwood. You know what? My dream in life, Chad, is to be recruited or to be associated with anything named Longwood. Okay? <laughs> Being the Irishman that I am, to actually be able to walk into a bar with a sweatshirt that says Longwood. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You question me, I go to Longwood. Okay. But I understand Irishmen. I understand Irishmen aren't admitted. I understand that that that, that that's one thing they don't let many Irishmen in. Goes against goes against the grain, so to speak. Mike, before we finish up today, last question. Am I invited to your meeting for Mitch Trubisky supporters who never waver? Do, do I get an invite or no? Well, you got to be revetted. We revetted Kaplan. He's going to be okay. Okay. He's back. So he's going to have this. He's got the Steeler jersey already. Okay. Okay. That's it. Then we got Barstool Carl. And we're going to, he's, he's a Mitchy Mitch Mitch fan. He did a lot of videos. Fell off a little bit, I thought, from the field's pressure. But he loves Mitch. So, yeah, you could be in, but you waver. Everybody wavers, you know? Everybody wavers. If you're a Mitch guy, you're the Ukraine. You don't waver. You are the Ukraine. Trubisky, Trubisky backer, you, we don't back down like that president. The Ukraine. And it's hard. Because you're going to take heat. I mean, Mitch may start. Did you see? Read off the Pittsburgh Steelers schedule for me. Then you have that schedule. Can get it up there? Yeah, I'll take a look right now. Pittsburgh Steelers. I think they play Carolina. <laughs> They're going to go three and three in division. Okay. Then they play Carolina. They got some dog teams on that schedule. I got them for 10 and seven. So the schedule isn't out officially yet, but we have teams on who they're going to face. They're, uh, the dates are not out yet, though. Do you want me to read okay. through them? Yeah. Okay. Um, obviously, the divisional opponents. Then we three have... Three and three. Get them out of there. He'll be three and three. Atlanta. Win. Four and three. Las Vegas. At Las Vegas? No, actually, at home. Oh, they don't have it yet. Four and four. Buffalo away. Five and four. Upset. New England at home. Ross. Five and five. The Panthers on the road. Six and five. And the Saints at home. 
seven and five. They don't even know what day it is. Winston, Watson, Taysom <laughs> Hill, seven and five. We got a solid quarterback, seven and five. Got the Colts away next? Eight and five. You didn't want to look at me? Good luck to you, eight and five. <laughs> the Jets at home? Nine and five. Dolphins away? Nine and six. They lose. Buccaneers at home? Nine and seven, Tom Brady. And then the Eagles on the road. Upset, 10 and seven. It will be like a picket game. 10 and seven. It might be better, might be worse. It's going to be, it's going to be touch and go. But it, look at the over-unders, folks. If it's over eight, if, if it's only eight, I'm taking it. And by the way, Mitch, the Steelers went from 75, uh, from, went from 60 to one to 75 to one to win the Super Bowl with Mitch. It's back down, I understand. Okay? People are starting to, Settle down a little bit and understand. They got a bona fide quarterback. Good time today, my friend. Yeah, Mike. Thank you so much for joining me. Always a pleasure to talk with you. And best wishes with everything moving forward. You didn't mind me batting you around a little bit, did you? Oh, I didn't mind it at all. It was super fun. I can't, just, I can't let the rest of the guys get beat up. And then, you know, that's a common equal opportunity bastard. I'm a ruiner of narratives. I'll see you, buddy. Great talk there with Mike North, and that'll do it for us today here on Sports Talk Chicago. Big thank you to Mike North himself, Matt Dubio, WCKG, Jim DeTolba, Tomorrow Entertainment for making this show a success. Remember, you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Z Sports and on Facebook at John Zagluo. If you want to watch more of this show, search up Sports Talk Chicago, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, SportsTalkChicago.com. Another great show comes with tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. Till then, stay safe. And so long, everyone. No! No! We're the turtles!